Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is episode eight of the Uncensored Anime Podcast, where we like to provide uncensored takes of the anime that we are watching, which this week is Dragon's Dogma Dookie Sandwich Woo. and Vinland Saga, which is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty and good. <laughs> I, I liked it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And we have, you may notice that there are four squares today. There is a fourth face joining us today. Uh, like to welcome our second guest on the Uncensored Anime Podcast. Lissy Meow. I forgot your name. Lissy Meow. Lissy Meow. So, so Alyssa, aka Lissy Meow. I wanted to do. I wanted to do like an aka thing. So, okay. Alyssa, yeah. aka Lissy Meow, is joining us this week as our special guest. Uh, Lissy Meow on our first guest episode. We asked Mikey his top three anime. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little about yourself and your top three anime. Let's do it. Alyssa, Put you on the, the spot, time girl. The time is now, babe. Oh, uh, no. I'm under pressure. Pixie's in the those... room now. And oh, hell yeah. I had to look up on my anime list uh, oh my that my God. top three. I know, Pixie. You got um, it. So I, I would say my top three. I think Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is definitely up there. I love Full Metal. Um, I think it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, really great characters, a lot of great development. Animation is amazing. And I think it just it really holds up over time, too. Um, so that's a good one. Yep. Uh, I think Yuri on Ice is also another impressive one. It's, I think it's kind of slept on. Podcast, yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of slept on, honestly. But yeah, I think it would be a good one for you guys to review just because there's. I don't know if that was helpful. Sounds just like that. Thanks for that, Jerry. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. And then I would say my last one. I know y'all already did a JoJo's episode. Well, part of. Part, part one and two. Yeah. We still part, part we one and two. Uh, a lot of other parts but, to get yeah. over. Oh my Four god, parts. I just love JoJo so much. Like every time I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, when's the next part coming out? It's it's just so exciting. It's so weird too, mm. but adaptation is just awesome. Yes. So, Alyssa, I was supposed to three. I was supposed to watch only parts one and two, and I watched parts one and two, finished part three. And I'm about to finish part four. Oh, oh hell God. yeah. My man. Hey, I, I'm, I'm obsessed. It's so Are you hard. ready for part five? Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for part five? Part five. Oh, Golden Wind. It does some I'm excited. It's pretty great. David is ready to join Passione. He is ready to be a part of the fam. Um, I'm so excited. I'm really have... excited for part six. Oh, me too. I think that was going to be too. so. Well, seven is Steel Ball Run or six Steel Ball Run, Ken? Seven six is run. seven still ball run. Six is Stone Ocean. Fuck, fuck. I want seven, dude. That's what I want. I want seven. That's supposed to be. Run. That's supposed to be the best one. People say that's the I best part. I want seven. Really? So bad. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. They say it's, yes. It's the peak. If you guys are wondering, this uh, you know, last time we had a guest on, it was our littlest brother. You know, a tough get. We really had to pay him a lot. We had to get a lot of work mm-hmm. and effort. This Lots time around, stories. our guest is even tougher. Pool. You know, she's a big deal in the anime community. A big, big anime fan, anime nerd, um, and also married to the uh, one of the co-hosts of the Uncensored Anime Pod. You know, this was a really tough pool. It's not like we're in the same house or anything like that. Um, yes, Alyssa and I are married. We've been married for years now. Um, so yes, uh, she's in the other room right next door. And yeah, I made her sit on her own webcam. She literally asked. She was like, 
uh, should I just come sit on webcam with you? I was like, no, 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 no. You, you <laughs> gotta make, this is a legit <laughs> podcast. Dems against the rules. I'm worried now. Damn it. Huh? I'm scared that you're like echoing in the background too, because. I don't I, think so. Pixie I, got the door open. I don't think you closed it all the way. But no, I don't think I'm echoing. Else, I, I think I would hear be myself. Fine. Um, um, but yeah, Jerry's actually paying me about 10k to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a tough pool. It's trying to draw. Right. It, we're trying to draw the simps, you know. Yeah. I'm, Wait, Jerry, I'm that's that's our entire budget. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, that was our budget for the year, so we just had to go all out. We had to. We had to really bowl out. We wanted our first girl. We wanted to make sure we had a girl uh, anime fan out there somewhere. <laughs> we had to approve to, the, to all the all the weebs of the internet that they exist. Um, and so we had to we had to make a tough pool. We had to make a tough call. That's all it was. Just yeah. a tough call. It might um, just be AI. I don't know. Yeah, yeah honestly, I still don't. Awesome. I still don't believe it. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on <laughs> the slightest <laughs> of news, the only like uh, there's know. a couple of small news things that we should touch on before we jump in too deep. Um, oh yes, news, Jerry. News, some news. News. Shit. There's a JoJo's event next year, right, Kenny? In July. Yep. June. Next uh, July, June. That was April. 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 <laughs> I saw April? four. I saw four twenty twenty one. Maybe it's April. I don't remember. No way. It's on four twenty. That's April. Shut up. <laughs> it might be April. Oh. Uh, yes, there's a big JoJo's event happening next year. Uh, they know, everyone's, they know under, what they're about. everyone's under the assumption that they'll be announcing part six as anime adaptation, at least giving us some more information as to when that is coming. Hopefully that is the case, but it is still quite, a, I mean, it's about half a year away, so we're, we're not in time. You know, that's not coming anytime soon, but that information did come out, um, which obviously everyone here is excited. Um, we just want more videos. Oh, yeah. We're just waiting it. We can't read the manga. We're not going to do it. Um, if you guys didn't hear, Yo, I don't know if y'all saw My Hero Academia season five. Uh, officially announced for the spring, so it'll be uh, back up in 2021, back on air, which is very interesting. I think this is the first season to not air in the fall. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I think the first mm. one didn't air in the fall. You, uh, I feel like you might be right. I think no, I think the first season was a winter. I thought the uh, uh, well, that's not fall. Yeah, I know, but sorry, it started in the fall. It started in December, like the second half of the year. Yeah, that's trying to in, say. My, yeah. in my mind. I'm thinking like I'm in school for the rest of my life. Um, I thought one of them was. I thought one of them was summer. Summer, maybe one was in the summer. Kenny, I think you might be right. So now we're in the spring. Um, so we're getting a season in the spring. So that means it'll have been over a year. Pretty much, it'll be picking up right around where the last about a year after where the last season ended, which feels like a long time to me. Like it feels yeah. like they're taking a little bit of a longer break than I was expecting. I don't know what you guys think, but um, interesting. Did they, did they announce like the episode count? No, 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 no. So, uh, my guess is going to be 24. 20, Come 24, on. 24, yeah. mm-hmm. It's my hero. So, I, bet it, I bet it was a only, longer cycle because it, like, I bet COVID? they're upping the the animation quality. Oh, I was thinking <clears> COVID <throat> had something to do with it. Uh, maybe. Yeah. That might be true, too. Is it the same uh, animation studio? Correct. Yeah. It is. It is. Bro, my hero is the king of anime right now. I don't, yeah. I don't know. No, it's not going. Yeah, that studio would never give that crap up right now. No, yeah. Uh, they'd be, can they he, would be crazy can he, to do that. Do you think or, the next arc will be 24 episodes? No, I think I think we'll do two arcs. We yeah. might get to the my favorite arc. It's a long arc, oh. this next yeah. arc. But it also, like. I won't spoil, but yeah, it's long. Yeah, Jerry and I don't read the manga at all. I think we'll so. get. I think we'll get yeah. the next arc, and then also the arc after that, which is the shorter one. Right. The uh. Mm. The, right. So you think it's, yeah. it's going to be another? It's going to be like a long. <laughs> oh, yeah. You think it's going to be similar to this last season, Kenny, where it's like a long arc and then a short arc at the end of it? 
Yeah, and it, it's similar in the way that it's like main story centric, school centric, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I do think there's a trailer out, so if people want to go look at the trailer, I think they dropped a trailer for the next season. So Yeah, so it shows all of their new hero costumes, their winter costumes. Yeah. Bakugo's got like a best genus look to him, right? Yeah, he. I saw, he's, I saw well, a picture. Oh, yeah. I saw a picture. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like go watch the trailer yet, but yeah, I saw a picture. Um, it's all of their. They have winter uniform God, and man. winter uh, hero outfits. Kenny, I feel like oh. there was another news thing. Here come the cosplays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just, anytime there's a new outfit for a really popular show like that, I mean, it just somebody mm-hmm. picks it up so fast. Literally, and mm-hmm. like the day after it's on the anime, everybody's like, "Yes!" <laughs> like uploading it. Oh yeah, y'all see that a million um, likes on Insta, like that TikTok yeah. where it shows the people like marching, like ding, ding, ding. you know what I'm talking about? Moscow, Moscow. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Anytime it's like new outfit yeah. announced for my hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the cosplayers coming in. Um, Kenny, I feel like there's another anime news that we talked about, and I'm literally like, it's like blanking from my head. Was there more Shaman King stuff released? Uh, the last trailer that we talked about in the last episode is I think the last bit we've got. We, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it is set to air in spring, so it's coming fast. Um, yeah. you know, it'll be here before we know it. Oh, uh, For Your Eternity, I think, is the name of the, mon- of the, of the anime coming. I want to say it's also for spring... Someone's gonna correct me because it might not be called that. David, look it up. For your eternity, I think is what it's called. It's a new, it's an older manga written by the same person who wrote uh, a silent voice. Is and it to your eternity? Uh, to your eternity. To your eternity. Uh, it got a trailer that just got. This is exactly what I was trying oh, to think of. Very cool. Is your eternity trailer uh, drop for a silent voice? The same creator has a new anime. It looks dope. I think Liz, I showed it to you, right? Oh, it oh, dropped. We watched it together. Yeah, we it watched. It dropped September. It was 4th. just like two days ago or something. Oh, it already dropped. Yeah, unless there was like a new trailer oh. that was dropped recently, oh, but the, the anim- initial one was September fourth. Okay, to yeah, your so eternity official trailer. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late to the finding the trailer, but um, I, the show doesn't come out until the spring, correct? I think so. Um, let me see. Let me double down. I'll double check. But uh, uh, this one looks really exciting, guys. I mean, anyone who has it, you know, we talked up Asylum. Yeah, April of 2021 is what I'm seeing. Um, we talked up uh, Silent Voice so much. And this series looks just as cool. If you haven't seen the trailer, go check it out. Uh, tons of just like cool theming, lots of cool uh, artwork. The the I mean, Alyssa and I walked away from the trailer like, wow, that looks really like pretty breathtaking animation. So uh, I think that's going to be another show to be on the lookout for. I'm not sure. I think yeah, the manga is still running, so I'm not sure what the plan is mm. with the anime. If they just do one season and maybe come back for more, I'm not sure what the plan is just yet. But it definitely looks really nice. Uh, the anime looks really clean, and it seems like a little bit more fantastical than a silent voice. A little bit less grounded in reality, which kind of gives the the author some more room to do something fun. So I'm really excited about that for sure. Um, and then I think, uh, I mean, Kenny, did you remember anything else, or David, that's happening in the anime world? One piece. Uh, oh, Oda's hurt. Oda's sick. He's off for all October. Yeah, we, we won't hit a thousand chapters. This what year. is? Yeah, we were originally gonna oh. hit thousand by the end of the year. Wait, yeah. what happened? Like a like an illness or illness? He... Illness is what I. Yeah, was he's like sick. Was yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Looks like it's illness has hit him, and um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, it's yeah. like he's taking um, a whole month off. Um, mm-hmm. I bet that's, that's just, why they. They ran the special one shots of Promise Neverland and Demon Slayer this this week. I bet it was to fill 
Phil, One Piece, yeah. Right. So, oh, jeez. One Piece fans, we are in a pickle. Um, pray for Oda, you know. Give the manga is such a cool spot right now, too, but hopefully, to more energy. importantly, he gets better. Yeah. yeah. Also, Tagashi, I always, every night I pray, you know, like, yeah. please, Tagashi, get better. I've heard yeah. that he does, um, what's the word? What? Uh, Yoga? Uh, no, he writes chapters in, in advance. So I wouldn't be surprised if like oh. a couple of the next One Piece chapters are probably already near done, even though he's just not going yeah. on break. But I'm sure they're holding them intentionally so that they don't get, you know what I mean? Like they don't want to catch up to him. And, you know, so they're right. probably taking the break intentionally with him, which is important. And then, Kenny, you uh, briefly just mentioned it. Yes, Promise Neverland and Demon Slayer ran special one-shot chapters in Weekly Shonen Jump this week. Um, you know, if you have finished either of those manga, you should definitely go check those out. I am not reading the manga on either. Alyssa and I are sticking, we're anime onlys on Demon Slayer and Promise Neverland. We're not trying to get caught up on the manga. We're staying away from that. Um, but I know you boy, Kenny, you're, you've read them both and David, you have not, right? Um, I read two arcs into the Demon Slayer manga after I finished the season one. Cause I was, I was hopped up you're on hyped. Demon Slayer. You're hyped. <laughs> but you're not gonna. You haven't finished it. You didn't finish the ending. No, no. I only read the the so the movie that's coming out, and I think a week at this point. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's coming soon. Uh, it it covers like there's like a train arc. Basically, yeah, which, that is, that, is that coming? Train, one. Is it? Is the train? Ha- I don't remember hearing a, like a. Is that getting a straight to digital release, or are we gonna have to wait for like Japan to release it? I don't know. Uh, I don't it, know. What's going on with that? The trailer is coming up soon. The trailer comes out next week. Yo, it's set to release in Japan on the 16th. Yeah. So that means it's it's about to drop, boys. Like they're about to drop that. That's gonna be so hype. I hope it gets a direct to digital, dude. Yeah. Uh, announces. Oh. It's a pretty cool arc too, and I'm I'm excited about one seeing some more sword styles. Um, oh yes, because yes. they're so good in the anime. Like, mm-hmm. let me put this out there for you. If you've read the Demon Slayer manga, it is not super exciting, and it's not terribly like. It's just like another run of the mill shonen, and I, I, it genuinely, I think, got canceled before the anime came out. And the way they animated the the battles and the sword technique in the anime are are so excellent. That I'm I'm so excited for more sword techniques and more more battles because um, this is you know it just it was surprisingly well done for something that what I I still really enjoyed Demon Slayer but I don't think that it was as good as it is in the, I think the anime is better than the manga yeah um, UFO I, table came in and was like just mm-hmm. lifted that just lifted it up <laughs> yeah I think Demon Slayer is one of the few examples out there of like an anime that improved its source material. I mean, just hands yeah. down. Uh, Demon Absolutely. Slayer... I don't think Demon Slayer would have ever sold as many copies as it did. I don't think it would have ever been such an international success had it not gotten the anime adaptation that it did. And that's the only reason it's here. I think that it, it, it was already yeah. on its steep decline as a manga. The series was on its way out. Um, and now it's kind of getting the second breath. So we'll see how this train movie does. I think it was a weird decision to adapt an arc into a movie. I'm not exactly sure what's why they did that that's and sort of ufo table part for the course though they kind of have did. to jump in and, and do a new season quick in my opinion i think that if they don't jump in and get another season out by the end of next year i think people are gonna i think people are already like losing the hype for it to be up front I, 
I, I'm excited about this next arc. Let me just no. I think it's, it's a kind of short arc too, so it, yeah. it does yeah. make sense from like an adaptation perspective to put make that a movie versus making it like its own season because I feel like a season would be too long. Right. Oh um, yeah. We, we would need two arcs at least. And it's definitely UFO table. UFO table is going to be able to go like all out on the animation. I'm sure it's going to be yeah, fucking oh, yeah. gorgeous. And that's like that's like I think that's going to help elevate it again. But again, if they're not if they don't get another season out by the end of next year. Like, if they take too much time, I think. I think we are already seeing the hype dwindle with shows like Jujutsu Kaisen starting, which we're going to talk about next week. Um, you know, with Dr. Stone coming back for a second season already. Uh, you've got Black Clover back on air and running, you know, running full speed ahead. You've got all these other shonen that are in, Yo, Black Clover. That are in go mode. And it's like, mm. if Demon Slayer, and Demon Slayer's already over, and even though it was the king of the jungle in 2019 slash... 20, well, it came out in 2019, technically. It was the king of the jungle in the anime world in 2019. If they can't get season two out by 2021, I think it's going to yeah. start to fizzle. I mean, UFO Table's just got to pump pump the gas and get that shit out because um, it's already losing a lot of energy right now with all those other shows starting to pick up. But and, I don't know. And they can, they can do that. They can just pump the gas. Yeah, it's just all, go. It's, all out. it's over. Fit, just go. Um, uh, it's all out. Also this week... And I don't... Oh, you go, Jerry. No, you're finishing a thought about Demon Slayer. I was going to move oh, on. Oh, yeah. Okay, so just one last thing. I think Demon Slayer is the only thing that UFO Table is working on from in terms of animation. So That's good. Like like you said, there shouldn't be an excuse for Season 2 to not yeah. at least start like middle next year. Yep. So. All right, boys, let's uh let's ask Alyssa here. Alyssa, what's up, man? Uh, <laughs> hey. You're being real quiet. I don't <laughs> exist. What are you no. talking about? <laughs> No, you better chill. You better chill. <laughs> Girls don't exist. <laughs> Girls don't exist. No, no, no. I only watch Boys Love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Girls what's, exist. What's going on in the manga anime world for you? What do you think is uh, uh, you know, here on the podcast we have talked a lot about like what is the next generation of shonen or what's the next generation of like the big dogs? Like what? What's your perspective? You know, obviously we talk about. I, well, I ramble about it in my sleep. Um, but um, what? Tell us what you know from where. Yeah, you're I sitting. know. I'm right next to you. And from you where you're that. sitting, where is it go? You know, where are we going with anime right now? Oh my gosh, it's kind of it is hard to tell right now. And I mean, obviously, kind of like what we mentioned earlier, my hero really is the anime that is taking the place of everything that once was popular, like Naruto and and Bleach and. I mean, it's hard to say One Piece because One Piece is still just going and going and going. But um, manga, I mean, I guess I'm not as well versed on that. Um, I would definitely defer to Kenny on most of that. But, I mean, I've been reading a couple of new things that, I, I don't know, Kenny, if you've read any of Phantom Seer, it's been out for a couple of weeks. Um, uh, it's, in, it's in Shonen Jump. Possibly. It kind of makes me, it gives me some like Beat Gray Man bleach vibes mm. um and it's about shamans um that's weird. it's you know modern world yeah it's really it's pretty interesting i would recommend it i think the art's really well done in there um but as far as it taking over like all these these things that used to to be really popular i i don't know um i can't really say much about that um yeah. but yeah with the anime chapter, world too for it Seven, uh, I mean, only eight or something. It's, yeah. it's oh, so it's pretty it's like, new. Yeah, it's very new. It's oh, so eight okay. chapters would be about two months now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just kind of randomly picked it up one day. I was like, this kind of looks interesting. Um, just cause you know, we're in a pandemic, so there's nothing better to do right now except right. just try new things. Um, gosh, yeah. I don't know. When I think of anime, it, it is hard to even look past my hero just cause it, it's just so, I mean, it, the market's like almost oversaturated with it. It's like, yeah. it's like all people ever talk about. It's like my yeah. hero, this, my hero, that, yeah. um, Whenever it had four chapters, it was like I, I I could tell. I was like, "This is this is the new king." The, like the you know, this was like the, the Simba moment. Like, yeah, it, I was like, "This is going to be a phenomenal international success." And lo and behold, it is. Lo and behold, lo and behold, Kenny was yeah, right. There it is. Thank you. I mean, there's a couple other good things, but like, is it? Are they traditionally? that like shown in like there's a fight like every other episode no um yeah. I'm, i mean I, I think jerry and i could both say that we really enjoy reading and watching dr stone but it's definitely not the typical shonen type of show where you know people are fighting all the time they're like right you know they're using jujitsu and or just you know magical powers or anything um it it's it's like a sciencey show too mm-hmm. so i don't i don't know it's it's Anime and manga definitely is in a weird place right now. Yes. When oh, Chainsaw sure. Man gets animated, though. Chainsaw Man? That's well, let me be... tell you, Chainsaw Man? Oh, man. Bro, definitely... Oh, my God. Oh, oh my man. God. I started man. reading it recently. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's so I'm good, addicted. Dinji so is the best shonen protagonist. For those who are uninitiated, the first official Chainsaw Man volume is actually coming out in America just a day after we record this podcast, so it will be out by the time you're watching this. Um, and you should go pick it up if you have not started it before, or pay the $2 to get the entire back catalog, including things that are not out yet, obviously, here in the U.S., all of the chapters up to the most recent in Japan on Shonen Jump's website. You guys should do that if you haven't, because Chainsaw Man is awesome. Uh, I've read about yeah. 30 chapters of it. I still need to catch up. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's just a blast. It's definitely, like, it's the next... I'm not saying it's the next My Hero because I don't think it has the same type of broad appeal. No. But it is definitely like the next um, like anime that's going to be... Titan. It's going to be next I level, think, yeah. It's, I think it'll be the next Attack on Titan. It's going to elevate the Shonen game when it turns into an anime, I think. Um, yeah. Because it's such a weird... like it's, so it's, weird. I, I wouldn't even call it Shonen. Like, it's not really Shonen. It's almost sane in, in its, its blood and gore and it's sort of... Right. And it's not... Shonen shaped, like right, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, we are doing good on time. <laughs> We're twenty minutes into this puppy. Uh, you know what? I, I love calling our podcast a puppy for some reason. That's my recurring. That's, that's my wubble of a dub dub. Um, and honestly, I was just thinking that we should jump in to our show, one of our shows for the night. Uh, oh god! And I think it's time, boys. And I don't expect it. Honestly, traditionally on this podcast, we've been like. 30, 40 minutes, to, like, dissecting each show we watch. I am not even sure there's, like, 30 to 40 minutes of, of like, dissection available for this show. It was a seven-episode Netflix series. Very short. And, it was uh, short. Super short uh, Netflix series to drop based off of a video game. Uh, Kenny, actually, I forgot. Kenny, you go ahead and give us our synopsis. I'm going uh, to get into it. Um, uh, yes, here we go. Dragon's Dogma. The first so, show tonight. Sandwich. Dragon's Dogma is based off of a game. And let me preface the whole thing by saying that the game 
is all about beating the shit out of big monsters. That's all you want to do. You want to you want to throw your light swords and shoot your your arrow. Like you 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 can have a bow that's made out of light and it shoots light arrows and shit. Um, that's cool. Dragon's Dogma, the show, is about none of that. So you, you we we're met with Ethan, and his village gets destroyed uh, by a dragon, and then the dragon takes his heart and makes him into an arisen. Um. And then is like, come kill me. And then you meet a pawn. Uh, and pawns are like, Ethan doesn't know what they are, but for some reason, everybody else knows what they are. No. Um, he, also, everybody else knows what Arisen are. They like yeah, treat him uh, as if they know that in his town, though, yeah. they had no fucking idea. They had no idea. They're <laughs> like, what? Oftentimes, oh. Ethan didn't know anything. So the whole point of the show is Ethan's going to kill this dragon. That's the, that's the point. And that's the point of the game. You go and you, you fight a dragon. You, you kill some shit. And that's, I mean, that's the whole game. Griffins fly in, and you're like, I'm going to kill this. And then you kill it. And that's the, that is the game. That's the show. And that's all it should have been. And it should have just been, it should have just been fun action, smashing some creatures, and maybe, maybe story, some light story, okay? Some light, dragon, just a little sprinkle of a story, dude. Dragon's Dogma is so much talking. So much not fighting creatures. So much, just like nothing. But, but Kenny, it, nothing but happens. Kenny, but Kenny, what? It was what? bad. You see him fight that Cyclops though. Lame. I think the only cool fight Dude. in the show was the Hydra fight, bro. You see him, you see him fight Hydra. I like the fight Camara though. At the end. Yeah, the, the Camara though. He also he turned into a Goblin Slayer too at one point. Hey, Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Goblins are trying to get that lady. Uh, yeah. Why do goblins always gotta rape people? There were some titties in the I know. I'm like, no, you, see him, you see him. You see him. Come on. You see him start having sex with that succubus, and then he chokes that succubus. Though <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> also, no, that was like, that was pretty funny. Was the pretty seven funny. deadly uh, sins yeah. bullshit that they like tried to cook Sprinkled into in. the like. Yeah, humans yeah. are, are uh, beep, beep, beep. humans are evil. They. Don't cook that shit in. That's not important. Okay. Um, Alyssa, I agree. Give us your you're our guest here. I, we, you want Alyssa? What's your take? What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree. There, there is just like, I, yeah. I mean, I I hadn't played the video game. I didn't. I don't know much about it really. But after cool. it, you know, we we looked it up and we're, we're we watched like the opening cutscene and stuff. And you know, like he never had a wife. He never had some like adopted like brother son kid person. I don't know that gets eaten. Um, so that was kind of weird. It, it was just like the dragon shows up and takes his heart in the game. So it's like they it, they had to add all this stuff to feel like it was something. You know, mm, yeah. they had to add the wife, the pregnant wife. They had to add the, the adopted son. They had to add all these weird philosophical undertones. They had to add the seven deadly sins or whatever mm -hmm. to make it, it, you know, what they probably thought was sustenance, but not, it really wasn't. It was just a very measly attempt at, at, at sustenance. Yeah. And, wrong, you know, it, and just... I'm always kind of critical of 3D animation anyway. I, I think it, it looks strange most of the time. Um, some studios Unless do it right. <laughs> yeah, I think Beastars was, is a great example of really well done 3D animation. But this one just felt very, very stiff and 
just not well done at all. Um, and yeah, it, and it was slow. It was just a slow show. Um, there, there was. Isn't that weird to say? I agree with Kitty. There. Seven episodes long. No, it's only seven show. episodes long, yeah. and it's slow. And those episodes are also are not consistently, you know, twenty five minutes or anything. One was even nineteen minutes, and it still felt like an eternity. Yeah. So it yeah. it was definitely a dookie sandwich of a show. You're a fan of the podcast. Was, she knows. I watch the podcast every week. She so knows. I get the jokes. <laughs> but it. Uh, yeah, like I I agree. It was like the the animation was like the second I saw. So I don't know why I, th- I think we've talked about this before, but Netflix just has a hard on for all their original adaptations of anime to be in CGI. Mm-hmm. And B Stars, from from what I've seen, B Stars is the only one that's done it well. But I still like before I started B Stars, I was like, oh no, like I had that initial cringe. But as the show went on, it was great. Yeah. With this, I had that initial cringe, and it just got worse as the show went on. Right, and <laughs> oh, yeah, I it, totally agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> it was like like there were times when we would see expressions on Ethan's, Ethan's face, but it would like it wasn't like a natural animation. It would just go from like normal to like completely like like uh, like psychotic, like going to kill you. Yeah, and it was just not. It just wasn't seamless at all. It wasn't. Um, natural so watching it was like kind of like head tilting of like okay why did they decide to do that um the the fights were cool i thought the monsters were cool but that was like the only the hydro fight was cool yeah like that's it like the fights were cool everything else Um, was just like like i dreaded watching the the show just like uh i have two questions um one at some points were just their heads cg animated and their bodies were regular animated. I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in that final scene. It was hard Hannah. to tell. Alyssa and I like, caught yeah. it a couple times where it felt like yeah. it would get flat all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, obviously, like, some characters, they would just do regular animation for it. Mm-hmm. Like, some mm-hmm. of the shit. And then yeah, two, some it, weird um, cut scenes. Like, one of the flashbacks, I think, had, was mm-hmm. almost fully too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, was Ethan... Did he fly into the past? Is that, like, the... <laughs> Is that does What was the hell did he go? I I don't know. He flew to a wormhole. I don't fucking know, bro. I think it was a wormhole. I I, I never beat. I never beat the game, so I don't know. Like the right, like you know, the dragon's you. You become the dragon. Yeah, I get that. I hated that too. I just thought that was such a fucking cop out. It was so corny. It was just so corny. It really was. He's like. I I kill because I am a dragon, and that's what dragons do. <laughs> well, he did. Yeah, like, really? Yeah. Also, he, he, he tried so hard to make the show deep, and then yeah. that's your that's your answer. Yeah, the yeah. character arcs aren't arcs. It's just like they are one way on episode four whenever they're fighting the Hydra, and then they are the other way on episode five. Just point blank, like there's yeah. no like development. They're just one yeah. way in one episode and the, the other way the next episode. Alyssa and the that. two, we re-meet Balthazar yeah, and Simon. Too. Yeah, no, like, you guys have changed. Yeah. And we have not seen any change from them. Yeah. Because <laughs> no. Ethan is like, he's like chill. He's not, well, not chill because he's, it's like a, the whole show is a basic, super basic revenge story. Right. Um, 
so like we see him in the beginning like he's he wants revenge but he still like has some kind of humanity to him but then he gets like there's like that flip and he's like just so angry all yeah, the time there's like parts where he's like yelling at the the pawn mm-hmm. and she's like oh. hannah. hannah 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 yeah it's no. like when hannah dies against the hydra he like it tries to convince us as an audience that like he cracks and then, you know, he breaks and he turns red eyed or whatever, and he murders the Hydra with his bare hands. And then the next episode, you know, he meets up with the, the, the homies that they knew from the Chimera fight. And they're like, Oh yeah, you've changed. And, and you're I like, I guess we're supposed to win. infer that like that single death yeah. and like, <laughs> to, the, it was just, it was like, I did. I've never seen a show that was so slow paced and fast paced at the same time. Is the best way I can. Yeah. Like it tried to. It tried to move really fast with certain things. Therefore, it like just didn't care. And clearly, because there's just not a lot of con- when you're adapting a video game like this. Like uh, you know, there is a storyline to Dragon's Dogma the game, but like what you know, what do you pick and choose? And I think that they just they they fumbled the ball a little bit on like what to choose storyline wise. I because it sucks because to me, the setup in episode one was satisfying if that makes any sense like yeah episode one is a standalone episode mm. to me was satisfying it sets up the scenario there's a couple different little character introductions you see the characters kind of have moments there's a cut you know there's even the scene where they're talking as they're walking to go hunt him and the kid the scene at the dinner table um, and then obviously there's the inciting incident, the dragon appears, the fight incurs, death happens, he comes to term, he loses his heart. The setup was good in my mind, and then it just fumbled the bag like the whole rest of the show. It was just like, okay, we'll fight some monsters, we're going to make Ethan's whole character fumble the pieces, he doesn't actually give a shit about this. Oh, and also the dragon's like a philosopher, ma- philosophy major at, yeah. a, at a local community college, and <laughs> he thinks it all, all Local liberal arts college. Yeah. yeah. I, I kill humans the same way you breathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got your What does that mean? You've got your What dragon, does that mean? Your local local community it's college. It's just in my dragon. nature. It's just, like it's just who I am. Baby. It's like they thought that they could just say anything with a super, super deep voice and it would and it will sound cool. Yeah. But yeah. that, that is I'm not like, what not, happened. You're not smog. And they you're tried not smog to from yeah. it. Like, chill. They tried to they tried to like twist in this whole like the true evil is the evil of man like storyline throughout um where it's like you know each monster had like a, a horrific thing about them that they were doing but then each of the humans that surrounded those monsters whether it was the drugs the sex the um the manipulation uh from the people the cyclops group or the the um the wifeful abuse or whatever that was happening with the chimera and you know there was like all these evils of man that were like twisted into the monsters to try to like make this sort of larger point which is why oh surprise at the end the man is the monster he's a dragon like it was trying to set this up to be some sort of like bigger than it was sentiment and i think that it just right it unfortunately fell flat as an audience like i I can't imagine that i that anyone walked away from dragon's dogma thinking like god people suck like yeah, man, like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I was gen- like, I was in the same boat whenever the guy stabs his wife, and they're like, why'd you do that? I was like, why did you do that? It- he had, like, no motivation to do that. No. And then, 
like he was like, I love you. I just want to be with you. Um, and then was like, stab. Oh, guess I'm stabbing myself. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> you're like, what yeah. just happened? She tried to fuck Ethan, Kenny. <laughs> she apparently had already fucked the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> she really had, dude. Bro, what I was know. this? I don't uh, know. And then Ethan chokes that succubus. Bro, he's on top of her. He's like, you're not my real wife. I was like, I was like, okay. Um, Obviously, what? Yeah, I was like, it's a succubus. So, so I do want to drop some fun facts about this show real quick. Okay, drop Uh, some Dragon's Dogma facts. So, yeah, and then we can write it because I have nothing. So apparently, apparently, people from the actual game, Dragon's Mm -hmm. Dogma, were involved with the show. Uh, the original composer for Dragon's Dogma composed the show. Okay. Um, I don't know if that means anything to anybody. It doesn't to me, but... Um, no. I mean, yeah, get, like, shout out for bringing the crew back, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and it was it was animated by Sublimation, which I'm, I guess is, is uh, Netflix's animation, studio. anima- animation studios. Okay. And that's about it. That's about all we know. So, that's it. <laughs> That's it. I, I am curious because obviously we didn't play the game. Oh, and I how disappointing! At it a, a little bit. Yeah, how disappointing! That's the that's the consensus <laughs> on Dragon's Dogma. Um, we you know we looked at the game a little bit and it seems like they did. I mean, I feel like all of those, uh, just from like a uh, someone who hasn't played the game, I have a f- suspicion that all of those monsters were battles in the game. Like I'm just gonna like I bet like if I had to guess. Monsters are ever present in the world. Like you just fight. Well, yeah, but I assume that these are all like boss or big boss battles from the game, don't you think? No, you can fight Griffins anytime. Oh, like, Griffins just, just swoop in. So they just they yeah, integrated some aspects of the villain. I'm pretty sure Cyclopses are the same way. Okay, that makes sense. They probably just took enemies from the game and just like yeah. tried yeah. to write a story around each. Round. That's what it looked like when I looked it up. That makes so. sense. Yeah. Well, you know. and it's funny because like the game is like very popular. The game is sold it's well. Pretty fun. It's, it's, it's got positive reviews, positive sales. One of the coolest parts about the game is the class system. Like the each of the classes are distinct and fun. Mm. Like there, there's like a magic knight, which you see vaguely. Like Balthazar can cast magic on his weapons. That's something that you can do, and you can like you can shoot light arrows, and then there are like delineations of those classes. Basically, it's a cool game. You should play the game. Yeah, check it out. It's, I'm it's sure on that's Switch, why. I'm it's sure on that's Twitch? why Switch. Mm-hmm. Switch. Oh, Switch. Switch. Okay. Switch. Switch. Really. I'm sure that's why. Oh yeah. They made this right. I mean, like this had to have been made because it was a fan favorite. Like that's yeah. got to be it, right? Like, yeah. there's no other reason. Yeah, for for sure. I think going into the anime, there was a lot of positive set up for Dragon's Dogma as a whole because it, I mean, it also has a uh, an an MMO mm. exclusively in Japan. Wow, and That's it's been going on since 2015. I guess it's still live. So, so yeah, I mean, Dragon's Dogma as like a as a universe is popular from what I'm seeing, but then so the funny. show doesn't really represent that, or I guess show that it's popular. Like, if I have never played the games, so right. this is the first. This is like my introduction to Dragon's Dogma. This makes me think that the games were shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, it, it may it did not here. make. It didn't make Alyssa and I want to go play the games, that's for sure. Exactly, yeah. Which you would think, no. this is, like, super easy. Like, everyone has a Netflix account. And mm-hmm. if if you like anime, you saw this, you'd probably be like, oh, this sounds cool. I might start it. 
And if this yep. is good, you might look into it. You might get the game. You know, it's overall good for the series. But, like, right. I'm sure a lot of people, like us, have seen this. And they're like, yeah, I don't – I'm good. No I'll thanks. Pass. Thanks. Thanks, though. Game, uh-huh. game's fun. Let me, let me tell you right now. Game's pretty fun. All right. Can you sell me? Sell me on the game. So, there – one, I said the classes are really cool. The classes <laughs> – Kenny actually and, read, Kenny said, okay, dokie. <laughs> and you, and you, get to, you get to pick two because you get your pawn and you get your character. But you can also recruit other pawns because I think you move in a unit of three or four. I, you might be able to recruit two pawns. I so, that. it used to be like I would have like Mikey and Robbie's pawn in my game, uh, now, I believe. Now, is the is the pawn supposed to be a waifu or like was that? No, all, you can make whatever. You can just make random NPCs, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the, like anime, a, you, the anime went you, all out on making her into like a waifu. Yeah, you uh, yeah. you genuinely just create another character, right? And they play mm-hmm. with you. Um, and then, but the classes are really cool. Fighting the creatures are actually really cool. Um, and it's it's like you know you get to just be like, oh, bro, I'm about to fight. Like you see something in the distance, you're like, I'm gonna fight that, and then you go fight it, and you're like, oh, this is dope. Oh, I want to fight this Chimera. I want to fight this Griffin. I want to fight this Cyclops. Like, whatever. You can do whatever you want. You run around and whack shit, and that's the fun of the game. This is like me playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It looks like like, uh, Elder Scrolls, almost. It's open world. It's a fun game. Witcher. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun game. I I might play the game. Yeah, Yeah. Okay, I, I don't really have much to comment on on the music, except the intro sucked. It was unbearable. I wish I they had, every time. I wish they had just done a classic. Yeah. It was like Game of Thrones, you know, do mm-hmm. do 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 like just you know. They're like, well, Game of Thrones is good. Not anywhere near as epic. Yeah, you're it's right. Also, yeah. something that's it reminded me. Like, if you're gonna do an intro like that, make it epic. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> make it Netflix. Punk. <laughs> um. Yeah, the music was pretty bland. The animation obviously looked stale. It was crusty. Um, uh, some of the fights looked okay. <laughs> crusty. Even the, even the artwork felt really mismatched. The monsters didn't feel like they fit in with the characters. The characters didn't feel like they fit in with the monsters. Um, you know, it, it was not. It was not really a great thing to look at. The voice work. I don't know. Would you guys watch dub or sub? What y'all do? I watch dub. Dang, you guys I don't both know if watch dub. Yeah, yeah Alyssa and I watched the sub. Yeah, oh, we man. went sub for it just because, like, we just—I don't know—we just did. <laughs> I, I think the voice I, acting I mean, was actually was okay. well done. Okay, the voice, yeah, the voice acting was good. I mean, they, they can't couldn't really do a lot with the script that they were given, but with that, with that Dookie sandwich, I gotta be honest. You, know? you felt like the scripting was okay though for the dub; it didn't feel off or or anything yeah. like that. It felt. I mean, f- I mean, the word like the script was kind of ass, but like their performance of the script was. Well done. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's good. No, yeah, the sub felt... I don't know, Liz, what do you think? Do you feel like it felt... I felt like it was well acted, actually. I, I thought it... It's Wasn't probably it, the best um, part. Yeah, honestly. I feel like the voice yeah. actor did pretty good. The guy who played Ethan. Did we figure out who Ethan was? Wait. Bro, he played the dragon, too. No, the I dub? can't remember. No, do you guys, uh, in the dub, they had accents, didn't they? Uh, no. No. Oh, they, had, they had JoJo's accents. Oh, that's JoJo's accents. <laughs> I was like, I oh, no. If you see the JoJo's dub, they do some goofy accents in the first part, and it makes no sense. They're like, oh, they're British. They've got British accents. And you're like, hmm. So I think okay. there's there are actually some big name. I think they're I think they're big name. I've seen them in a lot of stuff. Like Erica Mendez. Mm-hmm. She does the voice for, I think, the main character from Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was oh. Hannah. 
There's Christina V. I've seen her name around. Uh, Greg Chun, which I have not seen him anywhere. And he... Oh, he has a long filmography of stuff. So he's been in a lot of stuff, too. Mm, oh, probably heard of he's in Demon Slayer. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think the name... The, the, yeah. the, the dub cast is like a pretty 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 well known sub was pretty good too i mean the lead voice actor ethan that was yuichi nakamura he voices gray and fairy tale moomin rider and one punch man um, yeah he bruno bruno bucciarati and jojo's part five uh hawks and my hero academia that's all that's all him and honestly he's got a very diverse voice um and oh he does captain america yeah, and he's the Marvel dub movies. voice of captain america and he's the japanese dub of Captain nice. America. So That's you've got a cool. pretty good, pretty good voice actor there. And then your other uh, Hannah, she doesn't have as many roles. Uh, looks like a main role in Rosario Vampire, Precure, Persona Five. Um, and she was Wait, who's Hinata, she Persona Five? Hinata. She was Hinata Huga in Naruto. So she played the voice of Hinata through all of that. Um, in Persona Five, she played Anne Tak Tak Takamaki. Oh shit! Oh, that's hype. Japanese voice of Anne. Yeah, that's she's like the lead girl. Oh, right? yeah, these people are huge. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the voice these performance are big same people in Japanese Japan was also play. pretty yeah. good. Capcom uh, shelled I mean, out, man. They brought out the they brought out the big dogs for this. <laughs> that was their entire so. budget on the voice actor. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> right. it, it feels like of everything you know with a shit script, <laughs> with shit scripting, shit pacing, uh, terrible animation, and uh, poorly done soundtrack, but. We got some badass voice actors to come read this shit script, goddammit. We got some good fucking voice actors. You better sit down and watch Dragon's Dogma. Um, okay. I think the only thing that could have made this show better is if there were vampires and knights. It's crazy oh, that they somehow left out uh, vampires and yeah. we, were, we were watching the, No we vampires, watching, no knights. Well, it's medieval and there were no vampires, no knights. That's crazy. And here's the thing, there were no vampire crazy. knights. What show? I saw no knights, I saw no vampire. Yeah. No knights, no vampires, <laughs> that's and that's, that's all I watch anime for, yeah, vampire knights. I wonder what other show we could have checked out if we wanted vampire knights, dude. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, there seems to be a show called Vampire Knight. Maybe we no. Maybe we need to check out Vampire Knight. Where? Maybe we all need to check out Wait, hold on, hold on. Where? 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 No. Where? Vampire Knight. Oh, no. I just I, crazy, crazy going on here, guys. Vampire, Vampire Knight is a Japanese shoujo manga series written by Matsuri Hino. What? Whoa. That's bomb, oh, we gotta bro. check that one out. We we it's on Tubi. I don't know what Tubi is. Put it on the list. Oh my god. All right, boys. Let's rate. Rank this dragon's dookie sandwich. Let's rank this puppy up. Um, y'all know the drill, Alyssa. For the uninitiated, uh, this is how it works. David counts us down, and then on our hands with our ten fingies, we hold up our ranking out of ten. How do we rank this show? Uh, you can actually give a show a zero. We have not given anything a zero yet. You can rank it up from a zero to a ten. Uh, we pretty commonly give out point fives. So feel free to uh, join in. So uh, when David's done with the countdown, we will all hold up our thingies for our ranking okay. for Dragon's Dookie Sandwich. And Is this worse or better than Lock Horizon? Mm. Worse! I no, have worse. opinions about that. Worse! Okay, okay, okay. David, right. you have to decide for yourself. But I'm okay, you guys ready? Okay. Yes, let's do it. On three. One, two, three. Two... Oh! Dragon's Dogma from the Unseen Anime Podcast gets a beautiful two. 
a beautiful but, two, and I think that if you can't tell from our discussion, Dragon's Dogma is difficult to watch. It's poorly paced. It's not well animated. The scripting's rough. The fight scenes are not that satisfying, um, and you pretty much walk out feeling like you just got a lecture from a seven or nineteen-year-old in his local community college philosophy class trying to tell you that the wrongs of humanity are the true wrongs that we must right, um, and telling you there's some sort of medieval story. Uh, it was goofy and uh, a bit uh, absurd. Yep. So I think that's about all we have to say on that. Right. Uh, I would say it's uh, it's not unwatchable with a yeah, question mark. That's why it's like a zero and a one. It's like it's only seven episodes. You can watch it in sitting. Uh, one episode is literally only like 19 minutes long, like Alyssa said earlier. None of the episodes are longer than 30 minutes, so it's a pretty – it's super fast watch. But uh, – and yeah, it's not unwatchable. The voice acting – Carries Question it enough, mark <laughs> carries it enough to like not be completely boring, um, yeah. but I will say that by like episode three or four, you're just kind of like, why am I watching this again? Um, I think that's yeah. the general consensus. So a whopping two. I think that's the official worst anime we've watched yet. Um, on the but we may watch. We may watch worse. Hey, Log Horizon and Tower God just barely beat us out. I mean, both were in the four category range. Right yeah, those fours. are. To me, those are watchable shows that you can get through that have at least modicums of character development and positioning for some sort of bigger world. Dogma just doesn't yeah. have that. I mean, it's just a half-assed. Feels like a. It feels like. What do you call it? You remember how like back the in the damage. You remember? Yeah, you remember right? in the two thousands, every single movie that came out, they would always make a PlayStation Two game of it. It was like. It was like the new The Rock movie where he's like a local swim trainer who like gets buff and has to fight like robbers. They'd like make a well, PlayStation 2 game where you like yeah. walk around as like a block Vin Diesel or uh, switch Vin Diesel the rock. Switch, you walk around and just like punch guys with like the square button. It's like Dragon's Dogma yeah. is like the reverse. It's like the anime adaptation version of the PS2 movie game. That's what Dragon's that's Dogma actually, That's actually a, a, a great comparison because that's so accurate here. Yeah. Put that one on church. Dragon's Dogma is the PS2 movie game of anime. <laughs> But oh my then, honestly, that might be the title. Did well, boys, we won't hold anything screen. back. I don't know how long we're going to talk about this next show because it is, in my opinion, pretty close to a, uh, I mean, probably one of the best one shows to come out in many years. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people herald it as, I don't know if people consider it their best, the best anime of all time or, or their favorites by any means, but it is certainly a very popular show that dropped recently. Uh, it came out in the back half of 2019. Um, to Amazon Prime, and that is Vindland Saga. We're gonna stack the medieval themes right on you. We're gonna, you know, go right from Dragon's Dogma to Vindland Saga. We wanted to do sort of a double header. Alyssa's a big medieval fan, a big fangirl of everything from that era. That well, maybe not medieval, but like, uh, what do you call like Skyrim and The Witcher and um, high, like fantasy. high fantasy, Norse. high fantasy, high fantasy. Lord of the Rings. Alyssa is a very high fantasy <laughs> yeah, I mean, fan. I think high fantasy is a good one for it. Yeah. Um, as you can see with her Lord of the Rings Funko Pops right behind her, um, <laughs> you can see that uh, this is yes. her thing. So Vinland Saga was a show that Alyssa really wanted to watch, and I watched it with her a while back. We finally marathoned the whole thing after it was over, um, and then David finally got the chance to watch it as well this week. So, mm -hmm. Kenny, what is Vinland Saga? 
So Vinland Saga is actually a historical uh, anime. Um, it vaguely touches on many historical aspects. There are still uh, a lot of characters that aren't actually um, that don't actually exist, but the the main overarching historical context of it did happen and do exist. Um, and some of the characters existed as well. Uh, so Vinland Saga is about a boy named Thorfinn. And it turns out... So, first of all, spoilers for Vinland Saga. We're going to get right into it. Uh, he is living in an Icelandic village um, hmm. with, his, with his family. And a group of Vikings, the young Vikings, come and ask for his father to fight in the next war. Now he one didn't know that his father was in the was a part of this group, and his father deserted this group. And so, the Yom's Viking actually didn't want Thor's. They wanted to just take care of him. Um, so they get an assassin, a group of pillagers, and I would say, you know, they are still vaguely Vikings, but they're sort of Nordic Nordic men that sail, and they're pirates maybe, or they're mercenaries, um, but. Uh, you know, they come and they kill Thorfinn's father. And Thorfinn then is set on a revenge quest. Whoa, two revenge quests this week as well. Um, he sets on a revenge yeah. quest to kill the guy who killed his father with pride. Um, he doesn't sort of sneak up on him and try and kill him. And this guy's name is Askeladd. And the story is about how Askeladd raises Thorfinn, sort of as his own child, um, in some weird, twisted way. Yeah, um, I would, yeah. Uh, in my opinion, I feel like Vinland Saga, the first season especially, is a tale of of two of two fathers and how Thorfinn deals with the deaths of his two his two parents. You know, Thor's who had raised him until he was nine, I believe, and then Askeladd, who raised him through his formative years, through his through puberty and through him coming into an adult man. Um, and the death of these two characters are weighed heavy on him because what obviously losing your father. Damn, man, Kenny, you're going straight for the jugular and talking about Askeladd's death. Well, I'm like, that's literally the last scene of the last episode. Spoilers, bro. <laughs> yeah. but I, he said I, spoiler I, alert. I know. I, know. I'm, I'm just like, damn, I, I think, bro. right, it's like, it's in. Dang. Oh, no. Mid-thought, we lost the boy. <laughs> we lost the boy mid-thought. Here he comes, boys. Back again. Back my, on. I swear. Mid-thought. Top-level internet. That's it. I disconnect every week. But I, I think that the in the show, it, it's intentionally parallel. Uh, Askeladd and Thor's death are created because... Thor's leaves him with not a lot of direction. And I think that even as a kid, he didn't have a lot of direction. He wanted to be a warrior. Or he, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't looking for at his future. And then with Askeladd's death, all he could think about was killing this guy. And now what does he have? Right. Jack you know? shit. He's got Nothing. Jack shit. Okay, Alyssa, yeah. this is your choice. You wanted to talk about this show this week. Um, what about it? Uh, you know, what what about it drew you to the show, and what did you think? What were the impressions after we finished? You know, what's the what's the the thought process? Get, put us in Alyssa's head for a little bit. Okay, 
Well, I feel like it starts with just me enjoying a couple of other things that um, I had, like, you could say, just say consume. So, like, you know, the, the 2018 God of War, whatever you want to call it, God of War, God of War 4, um, just kind of getting ingrained in that North, Norse mythology. Amazing um, game. Beautiful it, game. And it's such, a, it's such a beautiful game. I'm so excited that finally the next one got announced for 2021. So next year, I'm super hype about that. Um, you guys and then there's PS5? another... No, we're, we're waiting. We're going to wait. <laughs> we're going um, to wait until the hype dies. Hopefully David. we don't regret that. Don't make Cyber, that face. <laughs> All right. Sorry to interrupt. David got no. his. I sent him the link to Amazon. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, so building on that too, I, I've been watching this show called Vikings for oh, yeah. a long time now. I think I started it in maybe 2018 also. 2018, 2019, maybe. It's a History Channel show, um, and it, it makes me wonder if these characters are, are going to get introduced eventually. I, I don't know if they're far removed from this time period or not, um, but like Ragnar Lothbrok and his sons and their involvement in um, the Viking raids and the wars that were uh, taking place in England during that time. Um, so a lot of that d- definitely contributed to why I wanted to watch the show and just my interest in it. And I'm definitely more of a historically oriented person in general. I just like history a lot. So to see an anime that actually takes a lot of a lot of historical events and um, a, a really unique culture like the Viking culture, um, and putting it in anime form, I was like, "Ooh, nice!" Ooh. <laughs> Me like, uh, <laughs> I was Let's like, "Ooh, taste a little bit of Viking, uh, baby." Yeah, I was like, "Okay, okay." Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was even more than I expected. Just, um, I think Kenny did a really good job with the synopsis of it. Um, it it ended up being a really touching show about fathers and sons, and mm-hmm. um. Yeah, like you know, we were talking about how Dragon's Dogma was just such a, a shitty revenge tale. This is how you do a revenge tale right. Um, really well. And that you don't always see the outcome that you want when you're on the path of revenge. Because mm-hmm. in the end, you know, Thorfinn, spoilers, doesn't get to kill the man who killed his father. Mm-hmm. He also has to watch somebody that he considers a father die as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see, I mean, you can kind of see that craziness building at the very end, like in that last episode. Like, what am I going to do? You know, he had been building up to this moment for years and years. Yeah. Um, but just to add a, like a couple other things, um, I, I think I'm just impressed by the the research that the author did um, just that went towards just the story and the world building of it too. Like them, the battle tactics, like the, the Vikings using the shield walls and then portraying the historical raids that took place in England. Um, I, I don't know if you guys remember the character Bjorn, but he like ate a mushroom and he like went crazy. Yep. That, that was like an actual yeah. uh, thing with the berserkers. Um, really? It was, it, 
they would do things to get in this like trance like state to just pump up like their battle um tendencies i guess and just go crazy wow, in battle man, they had the magic mushrooms and, baby. yeah they, they had the magic mushrooms they they Hi. said well, let's go to town um wow. so i i was definitely really down for that um and I also looked up too. It's it's Wit Studio, and they they've done Attack on Titan, Ancient yes. Magic, Agnes's Bride, and the recent Great Pretender. So the animation, you know, is really well done too. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I think, and the music. I mean, like the endings and uh, openings were really just hot. Like stuck in my head for weeks. They were, yeah, doggy dog world, which is. Survive said the prophet, which also did the first opening to Banana Fish. Oh wow! Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. They did the first opening and second sense. ending for Banana Fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, good music. Yeah, but also just the music throughout the show too just really mm-hmm. impressed me yeah. as well. I think it really Incredible. captured kind of the, the feel that they were going for. Mm-hmm. So overall, I mean, I I really really of the show i'm excited for more i'm probably gonna just pick up the manga at some point because i can't freaking wait to see <laughs> kind of where the story's going um yeah well, even even the character of canute like you know you wouldn't expect to get a lot from that character but then you end up you you do get a lot from that character in the end so yep yeah it's and, good. his story it's good. I'm his love. story is also also like thorfinn's he loses two yes. bosses he loses. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Both his the I can't remember the guy's name. The bigger guy that was with him in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, like his caretaker. Yeah, and then um, his actual father. Oh, it was Ragnar. Guy, yeah. I think his name was Ragnar. 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 That's right. Ragnar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, geez, yeah, Alyssa, Liz, Kenny, you guys wrapped up a lot of good stuff in there. David, what do you think? You want to give us some Vinland? And this was you just finished it, like. Did you finish it today again, or did you finish it over the weekend? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so listeners, it's fresh, I, it's fresh for you. Yeah, listeners, I, I've had a recent habit of just binging all the shows on the day of or day before we air, or we mm-hmm. shoot, we shoot our episode. We shoot, we were just so it's like fresh. Yeah. Um, that doesn't really work because I still forget stuff all the time, so it doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But um, but no, I I did enjoy the show. I think I went in with not really hearing. Kind of, kind of twofold. Not hearing a whole lot about it, but still from both of you hearing mm-hmm. good things about it to like look forward to watching it. So I went to it into it thinking, okay, this is probably gonna be pretty good, and I, I did like the show a lot. I think I like it much more because I did not know that it was so historically mm-hmm. referential um, in its content. Yeah. So which Helps makes it even cooler. It. Yeah. yeah, it makes me appreciate it much more. Um, and it's interesting that we did these two shows because, which last week it kind of worked out the same way that they were connected. Yeah, um, yeah. there's my cat. Um, yeah. but Ta-da. but both of these shows have a, a strong theme of revenge. Yes, yeah. and uh, it's. I thought that this would kind of end with him getting to. I don't know. I I was kind of like trying to be optimistic and, and think, okay, Thorfinn's going to get his chance. He's going to be able to fight. Uh, what's the guy's name? Ascalad. Ascalad. Um, be able to fight him and beat him, and he'll feel better about himself. Some kind of like happy ending esque for him. Um, but then, looking at the bigger picture, 
Um, there really isn't a happy ending at all in this universe. Uh, nope. People are killing each other. People are stabbing each other in the yeah. back, switching sides all over the place. Yeah. I think Ascalad was like, he switched sides like 10 times throughout the yeah. entire season because it was always yeah. what was best for him. Yeah. yeah. And and it makes sense because that's how you survive in this world. Mm-hmm. So it all it makes sense. Um but Thorfinn just got like the short end of the stake every single time. Like no matter what the situation was. Um I mean it's it's amazing that he survived that long. Mm-hmm. I don't really a know of, a lot of the troll runs deep, man. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's cool to see what he became from from like how we see him in like the first few episodes, how he's just like this naive kid, and then all this shit happens to him. So I I really enjoyed like seeing that character arc. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I'm excited for the next season. Uh, again, I think the historical context behind it makes me. I think that's the the biggest reason why I would want to keep watching the show. Mm-hmm. Like the animation and music is good, but. Now I'm seeing this more as like a History Channel anime, basically. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is what it basically is. It kind of is, yeah. It really. So is. that's yeah. Canute yeah. is real. He's yeah, a real, yeah. real so person is, that exists. These are all real people. So Thorkel. Thor, Thor, uh, Thorfinn's based off a real Thorkel. person. Thorkel is. Too. Oh, is he? Yeah, Thorfinn's mm-hmm. based oh, off yeah. of a, uh, the historical explorer Thorfinn, the son of a murdered ex warrior. Oh, oh yeah. and obviously Leif Erikson too. Yeah, Leif right. Erikson yeah. like a Leif. Yeah. Leif Erikson day. Yeah, we all know Leif Erikson, dude. SpongeBob. SpongeBob fans, dude. What's yeah. the, uh, Go ahead, now. but yeah. Hey, Thorkel. Thorkel's broken as fuck. Literally, Thorkel is badass, but even. Like, even fucking real-life Thorkel was kind of badass. Yeah, he, oh, yeah he, I remember like, we looked it up. Yeah. Jerry and I were sitting there what after the an it was It was that battle where um, they're on the river, and he, like, lifts up a whole fucking, like, log, like a whole tree, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, throws it at the people you know, coming like, in from the river. Oh, said, my God. Yeah. I said, who let him do that? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, geez, the... the, the I went into this series thinking it was going to be a battle shonen, and I left realizing it was like one of the most intense character studies in all of anime. I don't know if there's another show that has so deeply um, touched me with the with the uh, plotting and pacing of the way a character develops from beginning to end. You, yeah. uh, at first, I was a little worried that Thorfinn's character was going to be sped too fast, too quickly in, and I do think that in some ways there were moments where I was like, mm, that's a bit of an ass pool, like... Did Thorfinn really like get that strong that fast? Um, but I realized that it, it was really this illustration of the way time moved. But Thorfinn yeah. had to be able to do things so that we could see his character grow. And I think that's where the show really shine is that these characters, Askeladd, in the first five episodes, you think he's the worst shit human on the planet. And by the end, you realize that he's morally gray, but he's redeemable. And he has qualities about him that were just as... I mean, he might be personally motivated. He might be a little narcissistic. But by the end, you realize that Askeladd is just... I mean, he's just a fatal character. Like, a, a character that has flaws like all of us. And I think that yeah. uh, you, you're able to look at Askeladd in a very different light by the end. And you go, you know, wow, this is just this morally gray character that the author was able to show us and actually give us a lot of deep peeks into the, both the mind and experiences of Askeladd's character. I, I said it when I finished the show. I looked at the list. I said, I said, this anime is not about Thorfinn. This show is about Askeladd. 
Um, the first yeah. season, yeah. The first season, the first yeah. Season He's the main character. As much, yeah, as much as you don't want it to be, because you watch him kill Thor's in the opening, you know, two or three episodes, you're like, fuck Askeladd for like maybe the first ten episodes. But about halfway yeah. through, you start to realize that there's just a lot more there, and that the author has given us a peek into just the the psyche of this character. And by that final scene when he has, um, he has run out of options. Uh, I mean, it just, it, it killed me, dude. Like I, I, when he runs out of options and he starts doing his whole facade, his crazy man facade so that he right. can kill the king and, you know, he knew he was going to die. He, he had to do it in that moment. I was blown away. I think that that was such an and- interesting peak moment for a character that we both hated and loved. And, um, God, like I did not expect more than a battle shonen and I walked away just with, some of the most carefully plotted character moments mm-hmm. of of any anime I've ever watched. Now, what were you saying, Ken? Askeladd, in the show, he often only thinks out for his best interests. And one, in that final moment, he didn't have to. He didn't have to die in that scenario, right? He could have just allowed them to invade Wales. And I think that for the first time in, that we see from Askeladd, he makes a very real sacrifice. He sacrifices his life. One, to get Canute where he needs to go quicker. Mm-hmm. And to save Wales, to save his homeland, to save the people that he cares about, you know, a, a race and people that he cares about. And Askeladd also sort of had that revenge story journey prior to the beginning. You know, he yeah. went and he fought and he killed and he killed his father, you know, the guy that he sort of thought was a piece of shit. And, and he was looking for that. He leaves Thorfinn with the what what are you going to do now? Where are you going? And Askeladd, I feel as though, often asked himself that because all he had was warfare. All he was capable of doing was pillaging and sacking and killing other men. Mm-hmm. And I think that, one, it shows in Thor's, in the beginning of the show, how there's that, that quick scene where it shows him learning how to be a, a blacksmith. He's learning how to... Uh, because Thor's is the same way. Thor's is this big, strong dude who only ever had to fight. Mm-hmm. And whenever whenever Thor's dies and he tells Thorfinn, you know, Thorfinn, you have no enemies, you don't need to fight. And then Askeladd asked him, you know, what are you doing next and where are you going? And I think that those are two really important, you know, things to impart on your on your child, you know? Mm-hmm. What what's your next step? And you do not have enemies. You don't need to fight this battle. You know, you don't need to go fight for somebody else and die in a war. You know, kill tons and tons of people who have families, who have, you know, all all kinds of different things. You You have your life and you can use it however you want. And I think that the show does a really good job of showing that. And I think that the relationship between Askeladd and Bjorn and just, uh, you know, the relationship, obviously, between Askeladd and Thorfinn, but the, the relationship between Canute and Thorfinn and all of the sort of different intersections of how the characters uh, interact with each other. Or oh, One of my favorite scenes is in that final moment whenever Thorkel understands what Askeladd is doing quicker than anybody else in the room, you know? And he's like, and he sits down and he's pissed off and he's upset and he's like, I like fighting. My favorite thing to do is fight. That final scene, Askeladd's, Askeladd's death up to the end of the show is just so well done. Mm-hmm. And I think that Thorkel in those moments, his characterization up to that point 
was very clear. And if he, out of any of the characters, he might be the most flat, you know? He's yeah. not very three-dimensional, and for good reason. He doesn't have to be, right? He's this huge, hulking dude that can go and basically win any war for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that in that moment, it sees it, you see a, another characterization of Thorkel, who is, you know, arguably not really... Not really an important character, but also not an unimportant character. He's yeah, no, I'd Thor- argue, right. I'd argue yeah. he's the main antagonist of the back half of the series in some ways. Yes, yeah. Even though he's been... even though he's Thorfinn's uncle, like you're like yeah. oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. But I'd say until they're fighting the snow, um, yeah, he kind of you know because he has the first interaction with him about halfway where they're on the bridge, cuts the fingers yeah. off, mm-hmm. and then you know from that point forward, Thorkel kind of becomes the main antagonist up until. You know, yeah. the shift to being like King Swain or whatever at the end or whatever. Right, um, and it's not clear. I, I don't think the I don't think there is a true antagonist. If that makes yeah, sense, like, it's yeah, it's not. Everybody sort of just Everyone's is a little fighting gray. for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, everyone's and gray. all like jolly as shit, and he's like, I don't know, I just like the battle, and you're like, Oh, I fucking okay. hands down, Thorkel's my favorite character in the show. Yeah, he's unquestionably, he's awesome. he's I awesome. love Thorkel and the voice actor who does Thorkel's voice. Is the same guy who does Blackbeard? In oh movies. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh my god, he's dub. And yeah, just so good. What a performer this guy is. You know, like just between Blackbeard and between Thorkel, like just an incredible voice actor. It blows my mind every time I just hear him speak. It's just this this guttural. You know, it's a very just like you really feel when he's upset or pissed or mm-hmm. you yeah. know happy or sad. You know, and uh, knocked Thorkel out of the park. And obviously, I love him as the voice of Blackbeard. Uh, I mean, just incredible. But that's really good, guys. I think uh, we kind of, surprisingly, for how quick we kind of, I mean, we did this in about 30 minutes, um, kind of covered most of our bases for Vinland Saga, yeah. you know? Um, it's I think one of, thing one yeah, thing that we didn't mention was that um, in addition to the theming of revenge, there's also a question that's asked multiple times throughout the season is what makes a warrior or what yeah. is a warrior? And Thorfinn is kind of is he's asked that question multiple times um, throughout the show, right? And it's kind of like you know battling between um, what his dad decided. You know, being a warrior is being with people that you love, not yeah. unnecessarily killing people. Um, you know, fighting because it's fun, but you know, putting the people that you care about first, and um, the, the second part of Thorfinn's life thus far being, you know, killing people, trying to get stronger so he can battle Askeladd. Um, and even Thorkel, I think the first or second time, or maybe the first time that they meet on the London Bridge, um, yeah. he asks him, like, what, what is a warrior? And that, you know, later on in the show, you realize that Thorkel's his uncle, and um, we see that flashback um, of Thor's coming back to get his wife and baby. Um, yeah. but, that's, but that's a to mentioning all that because that's a, an important um, philosophical question that we see Thorfinn. Uh, I think we see Thorfinn battle throughout the yes. show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thorfinn's character is just unquestionably like it's a, it's a character that is rooted in uh, both denying where what you are and wanting to be better. You know, right. So his dad is sort of the ultimate <laughs> example of how you try to escape the cycle of death and murder, you know, the things that, that haunt us. And then 
Thorfinn becomes sort of this catalyst for what comes next. Like, how do we escape that? But also ends up sucked into it as well. And in that moment, in the final couple episodes where Leif is trying to make an appeal to Thorfinn saying, you have to come with me and come back home. Um, but Thorfinn feels as if he it has gone too far. He has already broken – he's been broken too much by this – the nature of, of war and the, the world that is uh, at uh, odds now. He can't just go back home. And I think that that is mm-hmm. – um, I think that that can draw parallels to standard just human existence. Like we, we struggle with um, addiction. We struggle with – daily issues that can impact our personal lives um, that make us uh, wrong or right. And we all commit sin and do things that can be problematic. Uh, And we have to struggle with the odds of like, do we deserve a happy life anymore after the wars and the crimes we committed? There's a lot of deep philosophy. And when, when you start to tear Mm -hmm. apart where the, the, the dilemma, the moral dilemma that they've placed Thorfinn as in as a character and then yeah. uh, let the author just kind of let him dance in there, you know, like here's your your dad, here's your uncle, here's Askeladd, play around with the ideas of war and uh, who we are and who we're supposed to become, the people we have to be, right? Thorfinn has to maybe become this ultimate warrior. His dad was too, but can he ever do what his dad did and leave it all behind in order to give a better life to the people he cares about? There's there's great questions there and great deep um, right content there that's just like rich with. Yeah. It's just rich with theme and it's rich with purpose. And mm. I said this to Alyssa when we finished season one. I said, whoever was responsible for picking where the show started and ended, this is a long running manga. There's much more manga to go. But whoever yeah. was responsible for selecting the pace and the way that this show was going to be put together, this season is the most satisfactory. Like, you walk away from the end of this not feeling like any sense of like, Oh, that was weird. Or like, that's not where this needed to end. It was the most satisfactory ending. Uh, you know, it, it was exactly, it felt like its own contained experience. Um, they picked mm-hmm. a, an important thing, which was this idea of Thorfinn overcoming Askeladd. And they gave us the conclusion of that within this season, which is like, yeah. um, you know, if that had been dragged out into the next season, I think it would have been harder to find where to start and end. But knowing that mm-hmm. the author already had it ready, they said, okay, we picked this part. Good. Sh- I mean, whoever was responsible for that for the animation studio, holy shit, good job. Because you paced a story so freaking well. Um, mm-hmm. I think technically it's you could blame the manga author because at the end of that portion, he says, this is the end of the prologue. And uh, and it's like, it's it's an intentional... And obviously... Uh, right, but to me, it's like semi spoilers for next season. But we go straight into a time skip. Right, um, assumption, assumingly, I kind of assumed that would. Happen. Yeah, we we go right into a time skip and pick up with our characters in new, in new new positions and new times. But still, I mean, I think that 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 despite the manga author's choice to do that, there was a it, it could have been really easy to botch it and like either pace mm. it too quickly, um, try to cram that into twelve. Even just spreading it out over 24, I think they could have really easily made some episodes drag too much if they weren't yeah. thoughtful about how they, they chose the way we paced it. And saying, you know, oh, we're going to definitely adapt all this in 24 episodes, ensuring they, they got the right content in. Uh, so the anime team at Wit Studio uh, just deserves a lot of props, I think, in choosing where. Because it allows you to grapple with the overarching, like, 
the the philosophical questions. It allows you to think about the theming. It allows you to see character development from every main character in this story. It allows you to see beginning. It allows you to see end. It allows you to see characters go all the way to their death um, and conclusions for them. I mean, this is a, a plot that had multiple deaths that were like impactful deaths. Even though we didn't yeah. really like Bjorn's uh Bjorn died, um, right? God, he did yeah. die, right? Yeah. Right at the end. Yeah. To me it yeah. was like like Bjorn was this guy who was just like with Askelad. Did his death need to matter? I don't know, but like it still hit me. I was still like, oh shit. You know, yeah. Askelad choosing to kill uh Canute's dude, uh uh Jesus. Ben. King's Ben. No, 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 Ragnar, Ragnar, Ragnar. Ragnar. The Ragnar, Ragnar scene where they yeah. where they make him follow him all the way out into the fucking woods and then like uh pretty much yeah. just murder his ass. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Don't even let him say his last words to Canute. Like what? Like that did not need to fucking suck so much for me, but it did. Like the author is able yeah. to make inconsequential death. Um, it, it, he's able to you know in a normal story we would go we would just wipe it off like oh another dead guy another dead body but almost every drop of of death mattered in this series i mean yeah there were still lots of background vikings that get killed but yeah. uh even yeah. simple ass shit like those remember those two guys they were like on Askeladd squad they tried to like dissent and like join thorkel as thorkel was like rampaging to get... even those two, two brothers, guys yeah. like i i had a moment i you know we had we knew enough about well, they, them they lived they yeah. lived oh fuck i don't even remember if they lived or not are those are those one, the two that lived that were like one, we're like, gonna leave brain dead or something though yeah like yeah, he, he, he got yeah. scared shitless, literally. Yeah, he got so fucking Thorkel scared. Thorkel put yeah. the fear of God in there. <laughs> put the fear of God in yeah. bro. I love that Thorkel turned <laughs> away and was like, ah, he's already dead. Like, Thorkel oh. put the fear of God in that boy, yo. He really he put the Shit. Um, but no, I, think, I think that the, the, the deaths, so those two yeah. deaths that you, you uh, mentioned, yeah. um, I, they, I think what made them impactful, too, was like right after they died, there was like a short but meaningful dialogue that happened between yeah. um you know with with bjorn with between him and askeladd bjorn saying i just wanted to be your friend yeah. and and askeladd you know admitting you're my only friend right. like that was like some impactful shit i felt like that battle and death was like it I felt like it was random but yeah. um well, he was but, dying i think that it i don't know if it was clear but bjorn was dying he he couldn't he couldn't survive much longer my assumption had, was that was what it happened. Yeah, he he had taken a fatal oh, okay. blow. Yeah, he. Ah, uh, that's right. That's right. It's kind of tough with with Vikings because it's like, or with 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 this show because I think a lot of characters like I I always forget like there's no really like doctors in this world. No, you know it's like <laughs> yeah. if you get fucking stabbed through your abdomen, you're just kind of like limping around until you fucking bleed out at this point. Like, um, yeah. Well, it was also like an honor thing too, with you know. Right, you needed to die like in battle or die fighting, mm -hmm. or you wouldn't get to Valhalla. Like the Valkyries wouldn't take you to Valhalla, so mm -hmm. it's also kind of part of like the religious aspect of of the culture. Right, and I, I do think that. there were there were religious pieces that were caked in. The, well, you how they the drunk, how they think about the Christians? Yeah, yeah, the drunk. What was he? A Catholic or Christian guy who was with Christian, him the whole time? Yeah. Who was always like philosophizing in the corner? He yeah. honestly, that motherfucker, that was Dragon's Dogma. I almost forgot. He, he was that <laughs> that mother the 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 he was Dragon's Dogma. Damn it! It, it, it does it does you know? But I mean, that question oh, is posed God. often. What is what is love and what is you know what happens after you die? I think that oh, yeah, especially was, with a sh a show about so much death, the fact that they touch on the what happens after you die uh -huh. um, is important. 
Yeah, yeah really there were cool. there were a few episodes of that where they were having like philosophical conversations about religion and like yeah. questioning God and Oh my um, god, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, there, there was, was like a whole scene between Canute and uh uh I think it was Ragnar yeah. and and the priest. I think, I think the three of them were Yeah, in the whenever scene. they're they're yeah. praying after they because they slaughter the village, right? They go in right. and take over the village. Right. And I think the priest is like he's starting to like question God and the Canute's like, What are you doing? Um, but yeah, I mean, we see a lot of type of uh, oh a lot of conflict God. around religion. This show really crammed in like a lot of shit. Honestly, the more I think, of it. I think the wor- the hardest part for me actually, and this is the one like I, I got to knock it a little bit. I think the front half of the show was a little bit slower than I expected it to be. It takes yeah. a, it takes like six or seven episodes to like kind of find its groove, um, especially for me because when Thor's died. I almost just wanted to stop watching it. I was just like, yeah. I, I was already pissed. I was like, I get it that this is the inciting incident that kind of like leads to the rest of the show. But I was like, mm-hmm. everyone else sucks, but Thor's, damn it. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It took it takes a little bit to get started. Um, but once it goes, it fucking goes hard, you yeah. know. The episode where he, they sent Thorfinn ahead to that village. He's like talking to that fucking lady. Right before, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. That's like a whole, that was like a whole moment. I remember, listen, I got to that episode and I think I looked at Alyssa and I said, okay, yeah, I think I'm in. Let's watch the rest of the show, dude. Uh, <laughs> and also how it was like a grandma and a and a younger woman, which I guess was, was the grandmother's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So it was like drawing a parallel to Thorfinn's mom and sister. Yep. And yeah, it was, it was pretty sad. I was also oh, wondering if we were going to see them again in the yeah, season, but I guess, I, I guess maybe, not. Maybe later? Maybe Never maybe next season. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Lots of imagery, lots of metaphors. Such a beautifully crafted show. I mean, do we even have I don't even know if I can talk this show looked like a fucking anime movie. Like yeah, I don't know if great. I've I don't know if I've seen another anime <clears throat> like TV anime that looked as pretty as Vinland Saga when it comes to pure just the quality and caliber of the animation. Uh must have been so much work by the team that did that. Like just incredible. So I, I think so. I don't know if you guys felt the animation was weak. To me, I think Vinland Saga is maybe one of the best animated TV animes uh, nearly of all time. I think it just was so crisp, very clean background work, such beautiful, crisp art and animation. I, I'm talking about TV animes because, you know, obviously when you get movie, movie caliber anime, it's tough to compare. But I think when you think about yeah. modern TV animes, not a lot have that quality of animation to it, where it's mm-hmm. such a sharp 2D animation that, um, yeah. I mean, the fight scenes were incalculable. Like, the yeah. the mm-hmm. fight scene where he's where Thorkel's up on the bridge and fucking Thorfinn has to approach on the boat and, and they get up there and he's fucking yeah. chopping fingers off. I can't even put in words, like, the way that that just looks. It just looks sick as fuck like, um, like like the the action sequences were really well done yeah. i i the only knock for animation that i have is and because i i don't know i just see i just scope it i just notice it i'm like ew but there were like random cgi people like in background yeah and i'm that's like, like it's that's so common in in anime with i know but i'm like oh, why why does it gotta yeah. be common just like 2d it up man come it's on cheap. it's cheap I think it's because um, it's cheap. Yeah, I mean that makes sense from like a from that perspective, like a financial perspective. Um, but I agree with you. You're right. There was actually a couple 3D moments in this show. I yeah, like and it's not that it's like oh 3D bad, but like I 
I, I want it to have a purpose, you know, like, yeah. like what, what's the point of random CGI people in the background? I mean, because it's cheap, sure. Right. But that's still like an impact on my, yeah. at least for me, like from my viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, everything else, though, is yeah, very beautiful. I'm gonna make a T-shirt just as the uncensored anime podcast. 3D bad. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they CGI. 2D good. Bad. CGI hate it. Listen, that's why I only I only believe in 2D women. Okay. Yeah, Kenny's an only a waifu yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Waifu, waifu or bust, baby. Waifu. Lucina in big sweaters. Lucina is wife. Waifu. Um. Fantastic. Alyssa, do you have any – you've been a little quiet there. Um, what do you think? I mean, I feel like we covered it, but what do you – do you feel like we missed anything here? No, I mean, I don't think I would add anything else, honestly. Is it one of your favorite animes of all time? It's definitely up there for sure. I mean, I was even considering it, putting it in my top three earlier. Um, it's one of mine, I think. I don't know. I, I kind of want I, – I want to see – where it goes before yeah. I like I want it to finish, you know. I think that when this series I feel like concludes, I... <laughs> right? Finish your thought. Yeah, yeah, that's all I was saying. Just like oh. when it concludes, like I, I kind of want I want finished animes in my top three, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think when it concludes, it's going to be one of those shows that if the anime studio doesn't switch and we get the rest of the series adapted through to the very end, um, this is going to be a show that'll stand up there with Brotherhood as like. You know, a very longer running, uh, bigger story, much more larger spectacle of a story, but one that's going to be comparable uh, to that level of caliber. You know, yeah. In 10 years, we'll look back, people will say, yeah, Vinland Saga, that was it, you know. I hope they get the second season out to us pretty soon. I don't know if there's been any notification or information out there about it. Uh, it was supposed to be January 2021, but I think it got pushed. It's been delayed. Okay, well, damn yeah. it. Um, well, it'll, it'll come, though. That means it's coming. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Sometime um, next year. One so thing get... I would like to would like oh. to mention real quick: uh, the way they age characters is really cool. If you look at Askeladd at the beginning of the show, he's young as fuck, and he looks very old by the end. And I, I just I like that the characters age, like all of the characters, yeah. and Thorkel. You know, he loses fingers and then gets his eye taken out. Like he sure does. You know, he has yeah, he has actual things that happen to him that make his character actually change, look different. Yeah, look different. That's true. So, Damn, that's a good call, yeah. Ken. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap it up, guys. You know, you know how we do on the Uncensored Anime Podcast. Right here, right here, right here, with our second special guest, Alyssa Lissy Meow. Woo! 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 She brought us the opportunity Hello. to talk about Vinland Saga, which was such a we gotta, blast. We got to do the rating. But yes, we need to wrap up Vinland Saga. So, David, without further ado, give us our count, my man. You ready to count he's us thinking. out? Oh, he's right, got to think about his rating. I got it. I got it. All right, on three. One, two, three. Okay, I we got went, nine. David went nine. Kenny went nine. nine. Oh, my God, this is eight. Oh, eight. you went eight. Sorry. I went eight and a half. I think eight. Okay. Nine. Kenny went nine. nine. Alyssa went nine. David went eight. I went eight and a half. So we're in a pretty yeah. steady eight. This is one of those shows. I mean, I, anyone listening, Great I don't show. know if I have any way to put it except – if you have a tough time with this sort of time period type series, give it a shot. Give it a, and I'll say it again. It takes a bit to pick up steam. You got to get past the first big moment of the show and kind of get into the next steps into the next episodes, or you're not going to feel very drawn in yet. 
that's the one I think it's it's one downfall because once you get to like episode seven or eight, I it's like a speeding bullet train to the end. Yeah, you're like, in it. You just want to yeah. see these characters. It becomes again just a great character plot, character driven plot, uh, and it's just so beautifully animated and just so well done for a TV anime series. Deserves a lot of love and attention. Uh, what a hell of a show Vinland Saga is. I'd go watch it again right fucking now. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, well, boys and girl. Are we going to have watch parties, by the way? We should. Uh, so have, that'd be fun. So have watch party. Live watch party with the Uncensored Anime Podcast. If you guys want that, give us a like, comment, and subscribe in the sections below. If you've made it almost an hour and a half into our amazing, what is it, eighth podcast that we've done, or if you've enjoyed any of our other podcasts, then please, please, please hit us with a like, comment, subscribe. Come talk to us over on Instagram. We will always try to respond and get back with you. We really enjoy interacting with those people who like anime because obviously we fucking love anime. Um, So maybe we'll do some live uh, watch parties. Obviously, if we hit a 1,000 subscribers, we will all be watching Vampire Night, and Kenny will be doing a full live watch through. He'll be Twitch streaming his entire watch through. If we hit a thousand subscribers, I will cosplay a zero for an entire episode. You hear that, guys? Look at all that. If we were to ever, I'll do it. Even if it takes two years, three years, when it happens, Vampire Night is Vampire Night is coming to you. Happen, boys. All thousand subscribers. I will get full wig. I'll get the gun. I'll get these boys. I'll get it all. <laughs> Bring in the subscribers. Pew, 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 pew. Pay for the subscribers. Um, but yes, we are so grateful to keep oh, having man. people coming back and listen. I hope you really enjoyed our analysis tonight. We had a lot of fun breaking apart two high fantasy style shows um, on two very deep ends of the spectrum. Um, what a blast <laughs> it is to talk about these shows. But everyone, you know what time it is. If you've been watching the Uncensored Anime podcast, you know that at the end of each episode, our resident, uh, sh- I would say, uh, anime guru in some ways our resident um uh i watch anything anime man um i will literally watch trash kenneth stinnett himself is going to wade through another series and he's going to unravel it for us and tell us why this anime should have ended long before it did so kenny take it away what are we so, talking about tonight? this week i'm gonna talk about one of my favorite mangas of all time i think and that's Ice Shield 21, okay? Oh, Ice Shield 21 a sports makes, manga. This is my four, first sports manga, okay? The whole point of sports mangas is about accomplishing a goal, okay? You, you got to win the Christmas Bowl in Ice Shield 21. But guess what? The main antagonists of the show, you know the ones that you, are, you care about? Uh, they beat them earlier than they fight in the Christmas Bowl. <laughs> they beat them in the semifinals in the manga. I, I'm pretty sure in the anime they actually changed it. And then they fight, like, they go against the, the Shinryuji Dragons, and they're supposed to be actually the best team. They're, the Shoujo White Knights, or the, the, the Se- Seibu, no, I don't remember the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of my favorite mangas, and I don't remember the name. Um, the, the White Knights, they beat them so early. And then they go to the Christmas Bowl, and guess what? They, uh, start, they play against the real Ice Shield 21, the, the dude from Notre Dame. But then guess what? They don't even end there. They then do like an all-star lineup international football competition and they bring back the American footballers from early in the show. Mm-hmm. And then they just like gloss over all the other football teams and then they're like, okay, we're going against the American team now. And we have this this crazy like all-star cast of all of the guys we've already beat. It's just Ice Shield is drawn so well mm-hmm. and it is so amazing in manga form. And 
it maybe should have ended a little earlier than yeah. it did. And it yeah. just sort of it I'm just sort of kept going. Now, Kenny, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that when Ice Shield was wrapping up its because most sports manga always set like a if you if you're a fan of sports anime or manga, you know that at the beginning of the show, there's always this like we're gonna win the national tournament or we're gonna yep. we're gonna we're gonna go to Kosh <laughs> in worlds, you know, like every sports anime manga sets that tone from episode one. Um, yep. And then it follows through on that, hopefully by the end of the series. Um, and when Ice Shield finished that, I think Ice Shield was at its highest popularity ratings wise. I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure that Ice Shield had just um, kind of hit its moment, its peak as po- as popularity right. goes around. So when they actually wrapped up the their big thing, when the they win the Christmas was just, Bowl, uh, it was like shit. We got to do. They something just else. kept. They just kept going. Said we got to do more, more tournaments, and so that yeah, I, all they had left was like I, I guess America. Uh, yeah, it was it was <laughs> an, an international tournament. That's my favorite. Like that's my favorite. Like diversion from like when a show goes too long. Like there, this one was like fuck uh, America. Uh, we can just go <laughs> to America. They play football in America, right? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, they call it American it's football. The whole the whole thing. Yeah, I shield it, but I shield is so well drawn. Yusuke right. Murata is one of the most one talented of the manga artists, manga artists. Uh, in the world, yeah. and I reanimate I shield, remake I, I shield. Come on, if you're me, listening, animation remake studios, I, I need remake a remake. Yes, it is the age of the remake. I shield. It's I shield time, baby. I would love that. I want that, and I want reborn, Kenny. Oh yeah, I'd like to. And we didn't even get the last arc of Reborn. Yeah, they never like, finished Reborn. Born. That's why I want them to do it again, so we can. Oh, uh, I could do, I could do, I could do Reborn next week. Hey, Wait, hey, what hey, if they hey. do a thousand year Kenny. war for Reborn? For hit for Reborn. That'd Pull be nice. That'd be nice. It was a pretty cool arc too. I really liked it. Alyssa, what did you think about your first live unravel? You just watched a man trail off into the oblivions, into the into the depths of his manga based brain. He had a what is happening to you? He was like that. um... That meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where it's Charlie and he's like <laughs> like all the strings are going all the different places. I feel like Kenny, that's Kenny every oh, Kenny yeah. unraveling trying to trying to unravel or is, trying to put the pieces back together the, uh, of the unravel yeah. anime. Oh, so what's the guy what's the person's name that Charlie when he's like he's trying oh, to find gosh. the person there's like the we person. just watched that yeah, again no, no, the other no. day. there's like the person that he thinks uh, that works there and he realizes they don't he's like the mail, yeah. keeps, the mail keeps coming in and it just keeps coming and I, <laughs> I, wish, I, I, I try to take it that's I like, the first office and, I don't yeah, care that it's so freaking funny Kenny is that guy every time he's watching he's like watching a new anime he's like and this is how it trails and descends you know yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and right. I mean I store an enormous amount of manga information that is totally unimportant to my daily life in my head it's, I don't know why Yep. It's Accurate. just there. Accurate. Yep. You never know when, when life will need random anime knowledge. That's true. So. It's like it's like I read about anime a lot. Like I um I learn things about them without ever actually watching them. Kenny just watches everything he can. It's like if he hasn't watched it yet, he says, No, 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 I don't know what that is. But if he's seen it, he knows it <laughs> top to bottom, dude. He's like, yeah. Oh yeah, I know that show where they get trapped in another world, they turn into slime and they fucking yeah. eat each other and uh they fight goblins and they get you know attacked. Uh, there's yeah. one there's one Isekai uh remonster, which I think is like one of the biggest Isekais. And it's never been made. He in another world as a goblin. He shows up as a goblin, but then he like 
He levels up. Whenever he hits level 100, he turns into a new creature. Oh, my God. Um, but it's My like, rambling just got you on a random anime. You literally said, <laughs> you said, I saw that one, actually. <laughs> it's, it's one that is, like, really popular. So I don't, I'm, I'm telling you, it's the Charlie meme. Like He's like, yeah. this yeah. anime. This anime. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Uh, wow, what a great episode. We, this was a lot of fun, guys. Yes, we had a couple internet issues, but that is never a big deal here on the Uncensored Anime Podcast. It's we typical at this point. And uh, we are wrapping it up right on time. So let's go ahead and tell them what we're doing next week because next week is very, very special. Um, next week's super special because we are going to be doing our fall 2020 anime first impressions, guys. So me, Kenny, and David will be back. But this time we will not be watching any specific series. Instead, we are watching the first episode of 13 brand new anime series. And because we're saying brand new, that means we will not be watching any season twos, any... Um, any like return you know so we're not watching yashihime that won't be on our list because it's a continuation it's 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 the boruto of inuyasha right? i already watched it i know but we won't be well we won't be reviewing it yet is of what course I'm you did kenny we might, yeah of course you did kenny uh, i'm we, interested in yashihime okay no, we Shit. won't be watching what is it uh what comes back this season isn't it a in lock a, or no longer it's the dungeon one kenny uh, try to pick up oh oh yeah i yeah i think that's coming back you know there's a lot of se- shows that are coming back for another season we're going to ignore those shows because we want people to watch our first impressions and to say okay yes this is a new show that i can jump in right now and be involved in that i want to go watch that new show so here's a list of the 13 animes that you need to watch this week so that you can join us next week so go watch the first episode so you can hear our first impressions or actually don't go watch the first episodes listen to our first impressions next week and then you might want to know whether or not you want to try this show out yourself and we're trying to watch some some trash we have we have compiled yeah. quite a good list of both hit shows what i would say are upcoming hit shows and uh some non-hit shows some shows that are yeah kind of as i like to call shit shows shit shows so here's our list for next week. Kenny Patton right there. And feel free to chime in as I go through the list here, boys and girl, if you guys think anything of this. How many, oh, wait, how many do you think I've already read? I, I think Kenny's read almost all of them or heard of them. No, so I think it's only like three or four. The first one is a show called Hypnosic, Hypnosis Mike. It's called like Rhyme Battle Academia or something yeah. like that. I've never heard it that. It is a rap battle focused anime. It will be airing simulcast onto Funimation. So if you uh, would like to go check that one out, Hypnosis Mike on Funimation. Next, that we sounds have, dope as fuck, actually. Yeah, I know. I'm really curious. The character, it's I'm, I'm imagining like an idol show, but with rappers. I don't know. So Alyssa, I hope you're excited for that one. No, um, <laughs> all these. I mean, pretty much every show that these guys watch, I'm also watching because I live with one of them. I'm married <laughs> to one of them. <laughs> Only me, help me, please, Alyssa. <laughs> I'm trapped. <laughs> Alyssa, <laughs> Alyssa, Alyssa had to cancel. Me. She had to stop from watching Long Horizon. She said no more. Yeah, I think. I, actually I think. I think out of all the shows we talked about, only much. yeah, Long Horizon and Dragons. Yeah. Dookie Sandwich was were the what only ones the that were bad. We Alyssa and I right? dropped Banana Fish, and we did watch all Tower oh, God. Oh, yeah, we Tower did God drop Banana Fish. Oh, okay. Tower God, yeah. Yeah, Tower God. I like Banana Fish, though. I know. Kenny and David liked it and gave it good scores. Alyssa what and I could you, We were just like... It was too, I was like falling asleep. Yeah. I just... I couldn't. I was falling asleep during Tower God, too. Yeah. I like Tower yeah. of I don't know. That's um, understandable. Not my thing. Yikes, not Tower of God. Yeah. Um, okay, second anime <laughs> we'll be watching for our first impressions is Ikabukuro Westgate Park. That's going to be available on Funimation. I believe it's sort of a drama. I'm not sure. I don't know much about I it. It seems to be one. pretty popular. So that should be an exciting first one. Uh, the next one is called Akudama Drive. I legitimately have no idea 
what the show is about. It'll be simulcast onto Funimation and Hulu, according to the internet, so you should be able to watch it on either of those streaming services. Um, the next one is called Talentless Nana. Seems to be some sort of slice of life type show about a young girl who has no talents named Nana. Um, and that's going to be available on Funimation as well. So we did pick a lot of Funimation shows, but we also picked a lot of Crunchyroll shows, which I will get into now. Um, and then we are going to be watching the new anime for Dragon Quest, Dino Daiboken. Um, that's going to be available on Crunchyroll and Hulu, actually. Um, and yes, all of us here know about Dragon Quest. And if you don't know what Dragon Quest is, viewers, it is a uh, old game that is from Japan. It has many, many, many iterations. There's, I want to say like 10 of them, maybe 11, something like that. Um, 11, I think. Pretty popular show. Also has a character represented in the Smash Brothers universe. So uh, I'm excited to watch uh, Dragon Quest. That should be a lot of fun. And then we've got Iwa Iwa. Kakeru, Sport Climbing Girls, that will be on Crunchyroll. That is absolute, that that is absolute dirty weeb trash. Um, Alyssa and I watched the trailer, and there's a I'm lot like ready of, to dive in the dumpster. I'm like, there's literal, there's let's go so many shots in the trailer of just like women's crotches. Like it's like it's yeah. like they like stretch their leg out to it's like put their to put their foot like oh on the on the next rock, and it's just like right in their vagina, dude. What uh, was the name of the anime a few years ago that was about? It's like the same thing, but the premise was it was like they were battling with their with- butts. Oh, yeah, yeah, the butts, the butts one. It, it had like a ton of exclamation oh, points. We watched a bunch, a little bit of it. Alyssa and I watched a couple episodes. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's about girls yeah. who like fight with their asses. You know, yeah. Honestly, they had like, like ass the blaster attacks. Dude, hey, rock climbing, crazy. rock climbing is cool. Okay, I'm curious to see where rock climbing goes. Uh, we'll see. So Iwakakeru, uh, sport climbing girls. They were watching a show called Adachi and Shimamura. I believe it's also a drama. <laughs> I'm not really sure about the the plotting of that. That's going to be available on Funimation as well, simulcasted. Then we're going to be watching Moriarty. The- Kjo. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then we're going to be watching Moriarty the Patriot, which is also available on Funimation. This one uh, is I want to say has a bit of a historical drama aspect to it. I'm really excited about it. The art and animation looks really clean on this show. Moriarty the Patriot. Um. Then we've got Tonikawa. Which I believe is yeah something about like two people who fall in love. So I think it's a romance. I'm excited um, about that one. It's uh, airing on Crunchyroll, so simulcast on Crunchyroll if you would like to catch that show. Um, next we have our isekai of this list, which is I'm standing on a million lives. I just know it's an isekai, but it looks really lame. I'm so ready to watch it. Um, that's going to be also on Crunchyroll. I'm standing on a million lives. I don't know the Japanese name. And then we've kind of got, in my opinion, the two big dogs of this season, or the ones people are going to be looking at most, I think. That's Jujutsu Kaisen, which is a Shonen Jump manga that's finally getting a faithful anime adaptation. That's going to be over on Crunchyroll as well. It's so Shonen, you know, classic Shonen, essentially. I think it's got sort of a, what, like a spirits theme or something, right? There's like spirits. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. And then we've got Noblesse, which is, I believe, a comedy? Comedy Shonen type? Uh, it's a webtoon adaptation, um, and it's about like a young man who's like a reincarnation of a god who like has to go to high school. Uh, it looks interesting. Um, it, it it completes the trifecta of like webtoons that Tower of God and God of High School started. So Noblesse, we have to watch it, and we'll probably be giving you a full review in the future, just like we have a God of High School review coming up very soon. Um, now that that yep. season has c- completed, we'll hopefully be getting that on an episode soon. And then we will be ending our uh, our marathon through new shows with a show called Our Last Crusade. I think it also has some isekai elements as well. 
So Our Last Crusade is our third show. Oh, and if I didn't mention Noblesse and Jujutsu Kaisen, those are all Crunchyroll. And then Our Last Crusade is Funimation and Hulu. So it's about half and half. About half of them are on Crunchyroll this season. About half are on Funimation um, on our list of 13. Maybe we're a little bit more leaning into the Funimation zone. Seems like Funimation picks out... Um, you know, Crunchyroll has a lot of returning shows. Funimation seems to be picking up some of the lesser-known shows, and we wanted to watch some of those for this uh, yeah. First Impressions video we'll be doing next week. So if you want to join us and watch all of those shows, then go ahead, watch the first episode of all those. We'll be giving you our First Impressions. We're not going to watch past the first episode, so when we give our First Impressions, it's just going to be episode one. We don't want to talk about episode two and three, which for a couple of these shows will be out by the time that that episode airs, um, but we'll just be talking about episode one of each of the 13 shows. And we're going to be talking about the anime movie, Burn the Witch, which if you've listened to any episode of the Uncensored Anime Podcast, we've pretty much been talking about it since episode one. Um, the anime film did drop. We'll be reviewing that at the front half of the episode next week, and then we will be going over our first impressions of the other 13. Uh, it should be an absolute blast and hopefully a very uh, entry-friendly episode, so if you join us next week, it'll be a great episode for you to jump in as your first episode if you've never listened to us before, because we're going to be talking about new stuff, stuff that uh, really doesn't have anything else. And then uh, we're going to be picking three of these shows to watch and give updates on throughout the rest of the summer. Or, Jesus Christ, it's not the summer. Throughout the rest of the winter and fall. Fall and winter. Jesus Christ. We should I'm do like a draft pick. Anymore. Yeah. Once we pick our three, once we pick our three next week, we are going to continue on and talk about these episodes. Uh, whether it's weekly, we kind of have a recap about them every week, or if we just kind of do a big review on them at the end of the season. At least three we're going to try to follow through and watch weekly for the rest of the season, while the other ten are going to get trashed um kenny will probably watch all 13 uh yeah, david mostly. david might watch a couple more but knowing my ass i, I might would, i might watch all 13 yeah i'll probably drop episode. i'll probably drop like half of these i already expect my yeah. literally some of them i i have no i'll say it right now i don't think that Alyssa and i can stomach however long iwa kekeru sport climbing girls i want to watch girls vaginas climb up rock walls for 20 minutes every week i just don't know if we're sticking to that one um <laughs> that one just might yeah, have to go i don't know if i'm here for it we'll have to see yeah. and they're likable i don't know 2d 2d girls 2d girls with abs are hot <laughs> okay boys so that's all we got that's what we're doing next week on the answers anime podcast I hope you've enjoyed everything that we've done here. Like I always say, you can like, comment, subscribe, do whatever you like. Me and the boys are just trying to bring you some uncensored anime content. Um, and we had a, my beautiful wife, Alyssa. Thank you so much for being here tonight. I know you, you have pretty much been watching every show with us every week. So uh, good to hear some of your perspectives and opinions uh, here on the cast, especially on Dragon's Dogma and Vinland Saga, which I know were two very stark differences of shows for you and me as experiences go so thank you guys so much for listening as david has told me before i should just be the final word each week so thank you so much for listening we're closing this up and with that boys let's tell them what's up peace see you